I Drive SoCal is brought to you by the very best auto retailers from across Southern California. When it's time for you to buy or even just kick the tires on the idea of buying, just go to idrivesocal.com and click on dealers. idrivesocal.com, click on dealers and get connected. Now, on with the podcast. A vehicle is stolen every 45 seconds. You know, thieves are actually looking through parking lots. They're looking for you to make a mistake, leave something valuable in your vehicle, always lock your vehicle and close the windows. Don't leave them half open. Never leave belongings out in plain view. Welcome to I Drive SoCal, the podcast all about mobility from the automotive capital of the United States, Southern California. Tom Smith here with Doug Shoup, the senior public affairs specialist of the Auto Club of Southern California. Most of us know them by AAA. Uh, Doug, thanks for joining me again. Thanks, Tom, for having me. The topic that we're covering today is uh, as as it gets hotter out and uh, we're out on the roads, uh, for some reason... It, more carjackings, more issues on the road. Is, is that a typical stat? Is there a seasonality to it? Or is, is that just something that maybe is perceived? Well, when it comes to vehicle theft, we typically see those on the rise. Uh, you know, when a lot of people are, are out on the move, uh, they're parking in different places that they wouldn't normally park. Uh, but a, a vehicle is stolen every 45 seconds here in the United States. I mean, that's incredible. Every 45 seconds. Every 45 seconds, there's a vehicle stolen in the United States. And although the auto theft rates have declined in, in recent years, car theft is still a very common crime. And, and it's a crime of opportunity. If you give a criminal the opportunity to steal your car, they're going to take it. Now we have, let's categorize it. There's, there's stealing my car. But then there's also breaking into my car. Um, yes, that, there's that, very those different. are the two, right? Auto theft. There's auto theft that we see. Right. There's auto burglary, uh, and you know, and auto burglaries happen when people leave stuff inside of their vehicle right. in plain sight, and it's very, you know, it's it's appealing to a thief. Yep. Uh, this happens a lot of times during the holiday season when people are out there shopping and they've got shopping bags. So the then it's, it's not necessarily, so I have, and, and that's what I was trying to get in the beginning. My, my, I have a perception that, okay, summertime, it seems to happen more, but that's just my perception. It, it's, it's not necessarily a summertime thing. There's not a seasonality to it. It is happens there? every day, All the time. unfortunately. Okay. And auto theft really is what we were talking about. Every 45 seconds, a car is stolen. Car's gone. Right. And so, and, and vehicle burglaries happen all year long, but they tend to peak during those times when you have a lot of people that are in the holiday season, sure. for example, and they're just not being mindful that, you know, thieves are actually looking through parking lots around the holidays, mm -hmm. believe it or not. They're looking for you to make a mistake, leave something valuable in your vehicle, and then they're just going to pop that window real quickly and get whatever it is they want. You know, something as simple as change, you know, that could be <laughs> enticing, believe it or not. <laughs> Cost you a lot of money, you know. $3.50 worth of change. Right. $350 window broken. <laughs> your car charger. Get Remove the car charger. Hide that. Yep. Shopping bags. You know, the laptop case. Anything in your vehicle that's in plain sight, 
uh, it, it could be tempting for someone out there. You know, we have a, a, a park uh, around where my wife and I live and it's, it's a decent area. And uh, there's a farmer's market there uh, twice a week. And then, and then there's always some kind of activity because it's a large park, right? So my wife goes uh, for exercise classes with, with our son and it's moms and, and, and toddlers or infants at the exercise classes and the farmer's market. And there's been recent uh, rash of break-ins in the parking lot uh, in a relatively nice area. And, and I guess that's where my perception comes from. It's like, what, really? I mean, for, for what you're going to take advantage of, of moms that are taking care of their children and, and, and working out or, or, you know, people that, that, uh, I mean, this is, this is like Monday through Friday farmer's market and, you know, events at the park. That's like, come on, right? It's, it's unfortunate, you know. Yeah, retirees I mean, at the farmer's market yeah. and, and, and moms, I mean. It's unfortunate, but that's where they know, the thieves know that they can get something out of the vehicles because they know that people are going to, there's going to be a lot of people there parked there. You mentioned gym parking lots. Mm -hmm. They know a lot of people are coming straight from work. They may have a laptop sure. in the back of the vehicle. Yep. That's where they target, gyms shopping malls, grocery stores, uh, you know, and there could be a lot of traffic nearby, a lot of vehicles in those parking lots, but these thieves are, are professional at, at being very going under the radar yeah. and being able to look through these vehicles to see what it is that they want to get and quickly smashing out those windows. Really though, a lot of this happens because people leave their vehicle doors unlocked. They leave them unlocked in Southern California. In the yes, it happens all the time. People leave their car. It's got to be an accident. Unlocked. Yeah. No, well, it could but be. But I an suppose accident. if you're a thief, you're going you're going through the parking lot and just subtly, you know, you checking what's open. Check, right? Yep. You right. just check those doors real quickly, and and many times they'll find a door that's open. I had a good one once, and this is a personal situation where my car charger. I, I left my phone in the car charging, but but the charger was plugged into the the ashtray. And the phone was under the seat. So all you could see was the wire, mm -hmm. right? And this was back in the day when it was it was uh, just a wire charger. It wasn't the curly Q thing. So it was very subtle. Sure enough, I'd, I'd get back from where I was and, and windows broken, phone's gone. I was so mad. I called my phone. Like, I don't know what I was, what I was thinking. I'm going to call the phone and what? I'm going to yell at the person that, that stole my phone. <laughs> They answered the phone. I can't remember what they said, um, but it sounded like a young girl. And she answered the phone, wh whatever it was, the name of the company. But it was like, XYZ Window Company, can I help you? I was like, oh, that's good. You just broke my window, stole my phone. I'm calling wow. my phone and you're the window company, huh? <laughs> that's fantastic. She laughed at me and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it happens. You see, that was a, a perfect example of how it didn't take much, just that small. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all it was. It's barely, it was. but that was back in the day. I mean, that that's all a 10 years ago. It was not obvious that it was, that it was a phone cord, but like you say, I I've also had a, another situation where, um, I, I left the, uh, this is also back in the day, case of CDs, big case of CDs. They, they broke in, stole the CDs. I had $300 worth of sunglasses in the center console that they didn't touch. They didn't think to go through because the CDs were out in plain sight. 
So that's the moral, right? It doesn't take much. Hide everything. I'll tell you, yeah, before I before I started at AAA when I was a TV reporter, I left my car in San Antonio, Texas with just maybe a dollar 50 of change in the side of the door. Somebody came in after that? Smashed after oh. a dollar over a dollar 50. So, yeah, it doesn't take much and that's why we really encourage people get everything hide it. Put it in the trunk or don't store it in your car. You know, talk with your insurance agent about the type of coverage that would cover uh, auto theft and and make sure that you're covered. Uh, Auto theft is covered under the the comprehensive section of an auto insurance policy, and the theft coverage applies to the loss of the vehicle as well as the parts of the vehicle, including the airbags. Always lock your vehicle and close the windows. Don't leave them half open. Uh, Never leave belongings out in plain view. Uh, Never leave keys in your vehicle. You know, a lot of people will try to leave a a spare key in a magnetic Mm -hmm. box underneath the vehicle. Not recommended at all because, unfortunately, thieves know to look for those clues. Mm Mm-hmm. And so you also want to, where you park is important. Always park in very well-lit areas. Uh, make sure when possible you, you're, you're in a parked garage if you can. Consider installing motion-activated floodlights that will illuminate the place where you park at home. Uh, use an anti-theft or automatic tracking device if your vehicle uh, is not equipped with an alarm or, or a, a hidden tracking device. Is that the LoJack thing? That you're, yes, you exactly. Mean? Yeah. Consider that. I'm sure there's a competitor out there, but that's the one that we all know. Right? There are a lot of them out there. You might want to consider that. Well, and- what about the theory, you know, hey, someone steals my car. And I've never had LoJack personally it, it, for this reason. Someone steals my car. I don't want it back. Because it's going to be trapped. They're not going to drive it well, right? They're not going to maintain it. They're not going to take care of it. Uh, I guess from an insurance perspective, I, I I haven't been in that situation. Maybe the way that it all shakes out, you really do want your car back because it winds up costing you a lot of money if you don't get it back. Um, but my thinking is, but I don't want it back. Depends on how long it's gone, what's done to it in that amount of time. Uh, obviously, you know, that's the best thing is to prevent it from happening. Uh, if if law enforcement can recover it quickly, you know, you may not have that much damage to it. The Auto Club actually offers free VIN etching events. VIN etching events. Vehicle identification number etchings. Right. And uh, what that is, is, is car window VIN etchings are very small but visible uh, to deter thieves. It's your vehicle identification number etched into the windows, every single window of your vehicle. It helps law enforcement recover. It also helps deter thieves because what they want to do is they want to sell parts of the vehicle. When they see that VIN etching on there, they know they can't sell those parts, so they may go on to the next vehicle. Well, wait a minute. So so you take the VIN number. We take the VIN number. Vehicle identification number. I think everybody knows what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a number that identifies your specific vehicle vehicle um cars running ro- rolling off the assembly lines will have uh, a vin number and uh what you guys do is etch that vin number into the windows into the windows so all the windows all the windows but then so then your car gets stolen the thieves just can't sell those windows they can't sell those windows but a lot of times what it does is because they want to sell all parts of the vehicle, right? It deters them from stealing that vehicle because they already see that. Now, a lot of vehicles come with those windows VIN etched already from the manufacturer. But if you don't have it, it's a good idea to get the the, the vehicle's uh, windows VIN etched. It's about, you know, if, if you pay for it, about $200, $250. But again, the Auto Club does offer free window VIN etchings 
uh, at various locations throughout the year. Is that right? Yeah. We do that for free. We do that for the entire community, whether you're a member or not. And we team up with local law enforcement because uh, it's great to work with them. They help us actually etch the the windows. And uh, we do this. You guys do that in Southern California? In Southern California, yeah. We do about four or five events every year and okay. we try to, you know, sporadically put them all around, uh, various locations of, of, uh, Southern California. So we've covered, uh, keeping your car safe at home, uh, keeping it well lit, parking in well lit areas. Um, what about driving and, and a carjacking, which I, it is for me being a new dad, um, and being a protective husband and, and a protective father, uh, s- very scary thing when, uh, the, when I was a single guy, I was invincible. I didn't care. Not an issue. Now it's like you, I, I, I try to avoid certain neighborhoods just because I'm a paranoid dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reality is it could happen anywhere, but right. but it's frightening. You know, I mean, when you hear about it on the news, uh, stealing a, a car or a truck by force, it does capture headlines in, in local news. Uh, but statistically, your chances of being a carjacking victim are very slim. When they happen, though, they do make big headlines. And so, you know, really taking the the actions to prevent it really is best. No one really knows for sure why someone would lead to do that. A lot of times it's a crime of opportunity, a thief searching sure. for a vehicle, then to go commit another crime using that vehicle. Unfortunately for some young people, it's like a rite of passage or a status symbol, believe it or not. Um, cars, especially luxurious ones, can provide quick cash for 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 drug users, unfortunately, and other criminals. But how do you prevent it? The best thing to do is make sure that, you know, the best thing to do to prevent carjacking is make sure that you're walking with purpose and you're staying alert when you're walking to and from shopping centers sure. or grocery stores. Always approach your vehicle with your key in hand. Look around and inside the car before getting in. Be wary of anybody who's asking you for directions or they're trying to hand out flyers next to your car uh, and trust your instincts. If something makes you feel uneasy, get into the car quickly, lock the doors and drive away. Now, when it comes to when you're on the road, always keep your doors locked and your windows rolled up at least part way. uh, You know, if it's hot out and you don't have any air conditioning, when you're coming to a stop, leave enough room to maneuver around other cars especially if you sense trouble and you feel like you need to get away and then drive in the center lane to make it harder for would be carjackers to approach the car. And you know, if you can't avoid driving alone, especially at night. Gotcha. Okay. Well, Doug Shoup, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, Senior public affairs specialist at the auto club of Southern California. Again, most of us know you guys as triple a, uh, those helpful folks that uh, come running with a uh, extra gallon of gas when I <laughs> absentmindedly run out in the middle of wherever I am. But uh, thank you again, Doug. Always you, a pleasure. Tom. And uh, we will talk again soon. For I Drive SoCal, I am Tom Smith. Thank you for listening. Hey there. Still wanting more iDrive SoCal content? Just go to iDriveSoCal.com. From there, you can subscribe to our podcast and newsletter. And you can connect with one of our awesome car dealer partners, 
to get yourself a sweet new high-tech wonder on wheels. And oh yeah, we always want to hear from you. So please connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Or if you're not a big social media-ite, you can email us suggestions for stories, people, places, or events you think we should cover. Here's the address. Media at idrivesocal.com. That's media, M-E-D-I-A, at the letter I, drive, D-R-I-V-E, SoCal, S-O-C-A-L dot com. Media at idrivesocal.com. Thanks again for listening and definitely reach out with whatever's on your mind.